0: Hi, and welcome to Property Management and Me, a series from Property Me, bringing quick tips and insights to support your everyday practice. I'm your host, Kate Sunnell, and today I'm joined by our Chief Customer Officer, Sarah Dawson. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks, Kate. Great to be here. Thanks for joining us. It's really great to have you here. Sarah and I recently attended the StaffLink Conference on the Gold Coast, which just really brought a lot of conversations around AI, tech adoption, and change management. And considering how to build stronger profit margins within your business and to support your team. There's now tech stacking and outsourcing as really strong contenders to consider on top of those traditional models. So there were heaps of conversations on the right way to structure for your team, but we kept circling back to that change management piece. You always want to be supporting and developing your staff, of course, but even more so in the current landscape. It's so crucial. Sarah, you had some really great insights into this area. Do you mind sharing a bit about what you've seen in this space?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think, you know, over the last 20 plus years in this space, there's been so much change. And, and I think, you know, we, we always have a laugh and a joke about the processes that were so manual, you know, once upon a time when I was working in, in real estate back in the day compared to, compared to now. And I don't think that there's... There's many of those areas that were um, manual back in the the day, 20 years ago, that we would want to move back to, you know, doing uh, without automation. Yeah. And over the period of, you know, that time working in property management and the tech space, um, managing teams through those changes as well as helping businesses manage through those changes has given me quite Um, a lot to work with I guess in being able to see what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. For example you know I remember back in the day and and we would always need to you know we would have competitors in the space that would be we'll be implementing and changing and having new tech involved and we would always freak out and think oh somebody's got a palm pilot or somebody's got this and we need to have those things and you know (laughs) we need to all scramble and make sure that we're all producing the same but I think what I've learned over the years is that we definitely need to look at how we can help a customer first and look at the problem that we're trying to solve you know that often customers will say to us oh we need this button here or we need to be able to do it this way and I think as The PropTech is such a busy space and tech has advanced so much. It's really important to look at the actual process that we're trying to automate or to help businesses become more operationally efficient in before uh, we just jump and, and then
0: think that we need to hit the market in that way. Really looking at what you're doing and optimising what you're doing rather than comparing yourself. And can you visualise what you want to achieve out of this and the benefit from a day-to-day or from a long-term
1: sure. like change management is about so many different things you know it's about um, first of all understanding the problem and it's about really getting people around you invested in what that could look like so you may already have an idea of where you want to be with with a process so you might think yep we need to review onboarding a tenant for example and as a leader, you might think, okay, I've got a solution here. I think I you know, I, I can see where this should be. But getting those stakeholders involved and engaged in that and understanding the intricacies of the people that are in the seats and that are actually managing that process first um, is the first step. Then secondly, testing out your ideas. So sharing with them what you think it could look like and, and painting a vision and a story around that, seeing what reaction you get from the team. And, and then being, I guess, humble and vulnerable enough to change direction if you need to. Uh, and then look at, because we'll have to put the tech side in there because that's what I do, but then look <laughs> at the tech that can support you in that. And I think you know, something that came out of at StaffLink uh, conference was very much in talking to a lot of our larger customers was around really thinking about the adoption of new features and or new services, whether it be outsourced or, you know, VAs or whatever it might be and thinking about what you want that customer journey to look like and I think involving the team around you in that journey as well so that they feel invested in, in why and they don't feel threatened or um, vulnerable to the change of implementation of something new.
0: Yeah, definitely. One of the things I actually used to do when I was bringing new trainees on into the industry is I'd say spend about two months going and doing the experience of renting. If you've never rented before, go to ten different agencies, open homes, and experience that before you then think about the experience that you want to give to customers. And there's so many extra factors of that when you when you go through it yourself. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And,
1: yeah, and years ago, and I was running you know, sales teams, before, and, and I remember part of the onboarding process of having new team members come into that seat was to actually spend a day or, you know, whether it was a week or whatever the process was at the time, but they would spend a day on reception, they would spend a day in listening on um, support, they would spend a day sitting next to, you know, in, or sitting in a, next to a BA and, you know, really understanding what each of those roles were because then they're able to share what that journey is for a customer and get closer to that. And then they can sell the story. Yeah. So I
0: think unless you
1: understand something, it's very difficult to to
0: put it forward to somebody. Having team invested in that solution absolutely makes a huge difference to the end result. Something that's often mentioned when we talk about transitioning to new models of working is that you'll lose staff through the process. Do you think that's inevitable or are there things that you could do to identify who might struggle the most and help them through that? I think it would be really sad if it were inevitable that, that
1: staff were lost along the way. I think some people will would opt. You know, mm-hmm. it might be just time, and they may you know make that choice for themselves. But from a leadership perspective, I think that the goal is to to help people to find their value in the new way of working, and if they choose not to be part of that new journey, then, then uh, that's a decision that may come out of uh, I guess that evaluation process. but I think there's ways that you can engage all team members to find new value in the process. So for example, as you were uh, introducing new tech, you know if there was a, a new feature that came out and it might put some limitation on the need for, for somebody to do a particular role, um, you know trust accounting is is very uh, prominent at the moment you know people talking about that particular role and how that can change and what the operational cost is there and I think that you know I've, I remember years ago when we were selling and there was uh, uh, products that were coming out that were actually going to minimize you know that trust accounting role and it was mm. going to make it easier and businesses and business owners sometimes would say but what will that person do and I think that that's you know, really important for us as uh, prop tech leavers but also for business owners to understand where how they can help that person navigate into something new that's still valuable to them, and also then valuable to the, valuable to the business at the same time.
0: Because it's a it, it's a personal growth and, and a personal development piece as well. If you if you are growing the business into those new solutions and those new offerings, is bringing that team along the journey is, might be developing new skills or it might be repurposing them into another area. So for me, I would look at that and go the skills that a trust accountant would have would immediately be transferable to your compliance, your documents, your contracts, your lease renewals,
1: yes. so any of those exciting things.
0: things that they could
1: be doing, you know, there's different. And I, I like the phrase now that, you know, tech can manage property but people, uh, individuals can manage people you know so you're not necessarily a property manager anymore but you can be a people manager and manage those relationships and I, I think from an operational cost perspective business owners are definitely looking for that you know they're looking for platforms to be able to take away the mundane work so they can actually grow the people that are in the seats and help them to evolve into something new you know gone are the days that we have to sit behind a computer behind a laptop and make things happen it's, it's reversed so much now that it's actually the, the tech is driving you out of your seat. And, yep. and into managing um, people and having relationships with your with the people within your portfolios and within your business and I think you know there's there's a lot of value in that particularly coming off the back of the last two years and and the value of property managers or people that, that it was confused during COVID because everybody was sent home and so that people management piece had to have to change mm-hmm. you know a lot of things were done remotely you know leasing property. Uh, and there were some great things that came out of that as well. People adopted tech that maybe they wouldn't have earlier on and, and, and found new ways of working that they've kept in place uh, and helped their teams to find their value in other things rather than just doing busy work.
0: Yes. It definitely pushed us along at a rapid pace. It did.
1: Slowed it did. us <laughs> so down some. Yeah, yeah. us up in other ways.
0: So if you were a leader and thinking that, I completely agree. That all sounds really great. How do I take my team on that journey? How do I start those conversations? Where do I go into instilling though that direction, those values? Does it start with? I mean, we always hear, you know, vision, mission, purpose. Is that important in mm. that process? You have
1: to know, like, you need to know what motivates an individual to start that journey because it's not, it's it's a personal. It's so personal, you know, coming to work, you spend most of your waking hours at work. Regardless of what you do, you, the majority of us do that and they, they spend most of their waking hours there. So uh, getting close enough to understand and not just assuming that people are motivated necessarily by money, some people are motivated by time, other people are motivated by recognition. You know, what what is it that's motivating the individual? I've, I've always looked at that first because if you don't know that, then it's a very difficult to, find, to help somebody find job satisfaction if you don't know what their fundamental core values are mm-hmm. and what's important to them. And I think that you some in, in most cases you'd probably be surprised when you ask that question. <laughs> I think most people think, oh, you're going to work for money, you know. but I think there are different drivers. So I think that that's the first bit. If you're going through an evolution of, of change in a business, it's about understanding your people first. Understanding individual needs, understanding individual requirements and then looking at that growth path and then how the moving pieces that you're changing in the process are going to affect that person and their recognition or value or or motivation at the end of it. And if you understand that, then you're able to map that journey for somebody much easier
0: thank you so much sarah for joining us here today on property management and me we're really excited about some of the guests that we've got coming up from our community and from within our property me team but if you have a story or some insights that you'd love to share with our community please feel free to reach out to marketing at propertyme.com. we'd love to have a chat thanks for listening and we'll catch you next fortnight for our next episode of property management and me